Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. When that song comes around in the bump music, it's always kind of like it's a little bit Art Bell. It's a little bit like I should be talking to aliens and UFOs or something. Jonathan Smith, Oregon State football coach, kind enough to join us uh, every Wednesday in this segment. He's made time for us. 2-0, and feeling pretty good. Uh, did you listen to the radio as a kid? Did you have, like, sports radio on? Did you listen to Art Bell? What did you, were you around a radio? Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen to Vin Scully, right, at the Dodgers okay. uh, growing up, ton. Uh, Jim Rome in the jungle. Okay. Uh, getting closer to junior high, high school age. I remember listening to those two. Is it weird for you then to go on Jim Rome's show? <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit uh, different, but uh, I don't know what different, but yeah, this guy's been around a long time and smack off. You know, he used to, maybe he still does it. Uh, yeah. All those callers would come in and they'd be funny and he's talking trash. And, do, you yeah, have a guy, so do you have a guy on your team that could win the smack off? Oh, gosh. You know, probably. You know, you know who's, who's not bad is Joe Golden, uh, D Lyman. Okay. Uh, they did it a little during camp, got up there, and it was doing some kind of rapping but talking trash, and he did awesome at it. Yeah, I was, we were talking about Taylor Swift in the last segment. She's, I guess she's dating Travis Kelsey. Big story now, um, so we have to talk about it. Uh, but is, is there a, a guy on your roster that you would think would have a Taylor Swift song on his uh, playlist? Oh, gosh. Or is, um, that a, is that a bad, is that a negative thing? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were going to go because I just, my daughter's been crushing me on getting tickets to go see her, you know. You haven't taken her? No, I don't. <laughs> don't nope. you love her? No, I don't you love her? I, <laughs> I, I do. I, I've got a few songs on the, on the yeah. phone and playlists of hers, but my daughter for sure has a ton. Uh, we'll try to make that happen at some point. Those tickets are pretty expensive, though, oh. man. Yeah, and I got my oldest, my my uh, college kid who's on your campus, is she acted like she didn't want to go, and then in the 11th hour, she goes, Dad, I really kind of want to go. And then I looked up the tour dates. I'm like, do you want to go to uh, do you want to go to Australia and see her? Like, that's where she's right. headed, you know? So uh, I'll see you in Australia at the Sydney Opera House or wherever she's going to play. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, but I did hear, uh, I hear Nick Dashwell got some type of connections or something. Yeah, yeah he, was, he, did. he got hooked up. He got on the early uh, list. He's a, he's a big-time Swifty. Uh, John yeah. Smith is with us. Hey, uh, you guys uh, are 2-0. and did, What did you get out of week two? You beat UC Davis. You got a lot of guys on the field. Come out healthy. You feel good about it? You know, yeah, we did feel good about it. Um, I really just uh, pleased with kind of the maturity of this team of approaching it. Uh, you know, knowing we had to prepare well and play well, and I thought we did that from the start. Um, again, you know, UC Davis, they, that's it's a good program at that level. Dan Hawkins does a great job, but that's a game we should win. Um, and just because of that fact, I thought our approach was great. These guys came out and played well. There was definitely benefit to getting more, uh, you know, a lot of guys in the game uh, because they do. They work hard during practice and then get a chance to get on the game and show what they can do. So we, And early in the season, you got to build some depth. I mean, this is a physical game where guys are going to you know, miss some time here or there. you got to have this next, next man out mentality. So them getting game experience is huge. Eight Pac-12 teams in the top 25. Conference is going to be a gauntlet. How do you prepare your team for that, or is that just a thing where you go, hey, 
it's great that we have great teams in the conference, but we got to control what we can control. Yeah, well, I, I think we've approached each year. I mean, we, this conference has always been highly competitive, um, and so we we take it a week at a time. We got a, a, a opponent this week that's going to be very similar to physicality and speed of play. A lot of the teams in the league, and so you you know that you're going to have to earn it. Uh, you know that you got to play your best ball in November, and how you do that? Well, you can t- keep preparing, learning from games, and improving because uh, it is these games. I, I mean, I don't study everybody yet, but. It does look like there's a lot of talent, uh, schemes, guys are winning. It's going to be a, a tough road. There's some really good teams at the top. The thing that I've noticed is I think the bottom of the conference and the middle of the conference are better than they were a year ago, and I think that makes it really difficult because there's no mulligans. I mean, there's just not a there's not many opportunities anyway where you go, okay, this is a game we should win, like you were just saying with UC Davis, but I even look now and Cal looks better. Stanford looks a little better. Um, you know, Washington State is much much improved. They seem to have put it together, and I think it's going to make the conference fun. But again, there's a chance you guys could cannibalize each other. Yeah, it, it, it you know, could happen. Uh, you know, again, it's competitive. Um, a little bit of message to our team is like, who looks good here in September? I go back to how you how you finish and play in November. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's going to be competitive, man. You know, there's no doubt. Uh, we definitely are just locked in on on this week because we got an opponent coming in here as has a history of beating Pac-12 teams yeah. left and right, and uh, that's what we're focused on. What did you see on film? You watched them against UCLA. Yep, uh, they, they they attack. It's like an attack front. The movement on defensive line uh, going to challenge you. Not uh, not they got some different looks that you don't see week in and week out defensively. That showed up. I think offensively they make the thing physical. I think the quarterback is gifted in regards to his athleticism, can make some throws. They're right in that game. I know it, it was lopsided at the end of the, the score, but they got the ball on the one foot line going in. They turned it over another time. They turned it over on the one yard line, and then they turned it over another time. That's a different game if they uh, you know execute at that point. Jonathan Smith with us, Oregon State football coach. This week, Aiden Childs turns 18 years old. Blows me away that he's 17 running around the field for you last week. But what has it meant to get him some reps in weeks one and two? Yeah, it's been huge. Uh, we wanted to, you know, we saw him in practice, and obviously we've been excited about it. And he's talented and, and all that, but there's nothing like game experience. And so to be able to continue to get him in the game. And, and he's played well, man. I mean, he's gone in, operated. We haven't changed the offense. We're asking him to do the same things with the line of scrimmage. He's been accurate with the ball. Obviously, his athleticism at the same time. He's you know tucked the ball and gone, I think, in each game. Had some good carries. And so it's great. And I, I do. You know how long this season is. And, you know, like I said, things happen. We want to have as many guys as we can ready to play. All right, how do you balance, okay, because, you know, the San Jose State game, you got some guys out early, but, you know, it was it was a real game. And then UC Davis, you really did play a lot of guys. How do you balance kind of trying to prepare your team, trying to keep your team healthy, but also making sure that you're working on stuff that you're going to need when you get into a game that, you you know, that you need all hands on deck? Yeah, I, I mean, we, we approach each game like it's going to go for four quarters, and, and we know that's coming. Um, and so we haven't been holding anything back, I don't know, schematically. We haven't, you know, been in the situation of some serious stress in the fourth quarter yet. Uh, but it's, it's coming. I think our guys understand that. There's going to be some back and forth. Comp- competition's going to keep getting better and better. 
I think about it a little bit. You know, we're on tape now, whatever. We've played two games, so there's a video of us, offense, defense, special teams. There's good coaches that we're going to be playing against. Any flaws we have, they're going to try to attack that. So we got to continue to, you know, fix our issues so we don't get exposed with them. I don't, yeah, I look at you guys and I'm a little surprised at how good you look on defense, especially in week one. You guys looked really good. And I expected the, with the loss of leadership that you might not look that great. Like it might, there might be a growth curve. Am, am I missing something? Did you feel like in week one and last week defensively that you guys are maybe ahead of schedule? Well, you know, I think, again, the, the defense last year, the back half of the season played lights out. Um, and so, you know, we got to that point because that team last year continued to improve throughout and played at a really high level. I do think there's some confidence. Uh, there's a standard on defense. Um, the line of scrimmage, uh, these guys have affected the passer to kind of help the back end. I, I will say the back end has played solid. Jaden Robinson is playing at a really, really high level. He had a couple of pass breakups in that San Jose State game. The way we're tackling on the back end uh, has been huge, limiting the explosive plays. Um, and so, yeah, short, small sample size. But after two weeks, there's no doubt we're playing good defense. I wrote today about a coach at Milwaukee High School who passed away. He died on the bus on the Friday night as they were coming back from their game. They won. And um, and, and it got me thinking about all the coaches that are out there working at high schools. You see them when you're out recruiting. You talk to these guys. They're, they just love kids. A lot of them are just doing it because they love to be around kids, love to help kids. What is that like for you to when you get to – rub elbows with coaches who are really in it because they're just trying to promote kids and help kids. Yeah, great appreciation for them. Because uh, there's a lot of hours and sacrifice to doing that. Um, especially, and there's a lot of these high school coaches that are all about the kids and developing and helping build their self-esteem through this great game of, game of football. I mean, I lived that experience when I was a player. Had awesome high school coaches that, you know, the relationship mattered on and off the field. Um, so got great appreciation for them. They're really doing it as a sacrifice, giving back. Sure, I'm sure they love the game and all of that, but how they're impacting their players is um, something really special. All right, uh, you got this game Saturday. Obviously, you want to get a win. Is there something else that you have uh, made an area of emphasis with your team that you can share publicly? Well, like I was saying, I think we've got some things on tape that we can get exposed to. I'm not going to go into great detail, but it's all three phases. And so those are some emphasis that we want to make sure we tighten this up. Um, and I want to see that on Saturday. Uh, I do think San Diego State's a physical team now, on, and they're all three phases. So we got to be able to match. And, and I feel like we, <laughs> we're we a physical team, too. And so we want to match that up and see where we go toe-to-toe and, and play well. Home crowd again. This place jumping is going to be a big factor. Love the fact that we're kicking off at 1230. Mm. You know, it's it's fun stuff and make sure we're enjoying that. I'll be there for that 1230 kick. I love that. Um, so I'm looking at Taylor Swift's tour now. Okay, February, your season's done. You get into late February and March. She's in Japan and Singapore. Then France. <laughs> then Sweden. Then Switzerland, Germany. Uh, on to Australia. Uh, if you, Where are you going to take her? <laughs> yeah, that's tough, man. That is tough. That would Take be her to awesome. Japan. Take her to yeah, Japan. Get overseas. Well, it's getting that age, too. Like, when's the fight? You got to take her out of school, unless you're, like, at spring break. Yeah. But, like, she's an eighth. Even in high, you know, I got a son in high school. Is it still okay to just take him out of school for a couple weeks just because yes. it fits my schedule? And 
I kind of think so, but I do. convince my wife too. Yeah, I think it, it would be great, and I think it would be a great father-daughter trip. And she's back in the United States, uh, you know, after, like, summer. She goes to Miami, so maybe you take her down to Miami. You get be a father-daughter trip, you know, and she'll never forget it. No, she wouldn't. That would be a that would be a blast. And I'm sure I'd love the concert too. I hear this concert's phenomenal. I'm not gonna say. Okay, I, I saw Taylor Swift when she was in Portland with my oldest years ago, and I'll tell you the best part of the concert was there's no line at the men's room. <laughs> you walk right in. Yeah, Have it all to yourself. All to yourself. <laughs> line around the block on the other one. All right. Hey, no, good luck to you. Good luck to you. Uh, I will see you at the stadium. Stay healthy, and uh, be uh, be interested to see what you guys look like. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it, John. Thanks, man. Okay, take care. There's Jonathan Smith. Got the swizzle going. I mean, yeah, you could take your kid out of school. You're Jonathan Smith, the football coach at Oregon State. You can take your kid out of school, go see Taylor Swift. Yeah, he's got to make a memory. Like, I often think about coaches, especially coaches that are coaching on the level that he is in college football. Dan Lanning, Jonathan Smith, Lincoln Riley, Chip Kelly. Not so much Chip because, you know, he doesn't have a bunch of kids running around his house. But I think about the sacrifices that the wives and the families make in not having dad around during the season and off recruiting and, you know, long hours. And, yeah, I think uh, totally permissible for Jonathan Smith to yank his kid out of school and go, okay, Taylor Swift is in Munich, Germany on July, whatever, whatever date it is, spring break. Go, uh, go check it out. Um, all right, uh, I've got tickets for the Mariners, two pairs of tickets to give away. I want you to line up. If you listen to the Jonathan Smith interview, and you can successfully answer a very simple question that I asked him, uh, you will win a pair of Mariners tickets. I have two pairs to give away, 503-417-7575. Membership has its privileges is what I'm saying. I've got two pairs of tickets to see the Mariners that I want to give away. Are we giving them away to one person or two? One lucky person. One lucky person will win two pairs of tickets to see the Mariners. So you're going to get to go to two different games. One lucky person. All right. Uh, The games that we have are uh, for a Monday and Tuesday, September 25th, September 26th, against the Houston Astros. And I've got uh, a pair of tickets to each game. They're yours. Do with them what you please. I'm going to go to the phone lines. I'm going to ask a simple question that Jonathan Smith was asked. And if you can tell me what he said as the answer, you will win. Our first contestant is Rachel in Happy Valley. Rachel, welcome to the game show. Thank you. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm well. I uh, am curious. You were tuned in and... Did you just happen to listen? Uh, What is your listening habits as it pertains to this show? Um, My husband always listened, and I started listening more intently with all the Pac-12 drama. So it hits our commute, so we like to have it on the car on the way home. This could be very fortunate for you. Now, who will go to the Mariners game if you win the two pairs of tickets? I don't know. We have a five-year-old boy who might like to go, um, mm-hmm. or maybe me and my husband will make a date out of it. We'll see. All right. It's, they're your tickets. You can do what you want with those tickets. Okay. All right. So here's the deal, Rachel. Uh, Jonathan Smith was asked which player on his team could win the Jim Rome smack-off. He thought for a moment, and it popped into his head, and he named a certain defensive lineman on his team. 
The first name of this player is Joe. What is his last name? Oh, man, I didn't hear that. I thought you were going to ask which radio shows did he listen to when he was okay. younger. <laughs> it's the same, but, you know, he listened to Jim Rome. But mm -hmm. uh, do you want to take a, take a stab at it? Like, you know, defensive lineman, Oregon State, first name Joe. I don't remember. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> next time, next time you'll get it. Thank you, Rachel, and Happy Valley for playing. Well, am, I, am I being too difficult? Is that a hard question? I would say it's not an easy question, but it's uh, it's doable. Okay. She could have, I mean, she could have cheated and just, like, Googled the answer right there on the spot. Should I change the question for the subsequent? Yeah, listeners? I do feel like that because you put you put his name out there. Okay. Now, the, now these callers, maybe they're cheating. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a uh, more difficult Or just question. go with it. You okay. Do whatever no, 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 no. All right. I, I'm going to go. Thank you. Thank you for telling me it's my show. You're welcome. JD is in Vancouver. JD, how you doing? I'm going to change the question on you, though. It was Joe Golden, John. <laughs> You're not going to get it, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, John, did you know that? that? Did you know that, or did you yeah, have to dude, look it up? I've been listening. I love John okay. Smith. All right. All right. So uh, who goes to the game if you win the tickets? You know, honestly, I think my, my nephew, he just got done with All-Stars Baseball a um, month ago, and he, he won MVP, so I think I'd make a trip out of it and take him up and maybe try to get my wife to the other game. I don't know. All right. Here's the question. Yeah. I gotcha. mentioned to Jonathan Smith that, you know, he won comfortably in week one and won comfortably in week two, and he got a chance to get a certain player some work. What is the name of that player? Um. Oh, shoot, the backup quarterback, the 17-year-old, 18-year-old kid. Um, man. All right. I can't remember his name. I had Golden on my mind. Aiden Childs would have been the Ed correct Childs. answer oh my gosh. to that. All right, All right well, you, you, uh, got, you had Joel Golden on your mind, but not Aiden Childs. All right, I'm going to put you back on hold. Two down. Two down. Next, we'll go to John in Portland. John in Portland. Hello, appreciate, John. appreciate you calling in. Give us your listening habits. Uh, you listen every day. You just happen to catch it. You're in a Uber, and the driver has it on. What you know? What caused you to listen? Uh, yeah, I talked to you before. Listen uh, as I'm uh, navigating through my day here in the uh, Portland area. So okay. pretty much five days a week. All right, love it. All right, here's the question. We were talking a lot about Taylor Swift during the interview. I mentioned to Jonathan Smith the best part about being at a Taylor Swift concert was what? The men's bathroom has zero lines. <laughs> you got it, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you for that. You got it right. Who's going to the game with you? Um, if I can uh, get a hold of my buddy Chris from Corvallis, I'm taking him. All right. I hope you get a hold of Chris. Otherwise, you're going yeah. alone to two games. John in Portland, hang on. Your next voice uh, will be Jeremiah, one of the interns, who's going to handle uh, taking your uh, info. And uh, did I go too easy with that one, Stephen? No, no. I, you know what? I thought Aiden Childs should have been should have been right. I thought JD should have got it. Should have got it. Should have. That 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 was a, that was a good one. I, I felt kind of bad because Joe Golden was not a no brainer. No, that was it was a tough one. It's tricky, and Rachel Manna, the the misfortune that Rachel Manna had was being the first person definitely 
You know what I mean? Because I think if she's not the first caller, she gets. I, I'm I'm almost certain Rachel would have got the uh, Taylor Swift answer right. She was paying attention at the end of the interview. Felt kind of bad about that, you know. But I can't split the tickets up. They're they're telling me that's the rules. Stephen, you gave me the rules. I did. Yeah, I, you asked, and I said no. Why won't nope. they? Why won't they? Want, why won't they split the tickets up? They just don't want to deal with you know giving away pair here, pair probably, there. It's more paperwork for me, probably. So you know, I kind of <laughs> make it easier for myself. No bigger <laughs> prizes. We should give away single tickets. You know, instead of giving away two pairs, should be four winners. You got to go alone. You have to sit by another listener. You, you sit by the other winner. Yeah. <laughs> Two, I two listeners of the show sit by each other. I, I wouldn't do that to people. I wouldn't. You know, <laughs> when I first started off in the newspaper business, the, uh, you know, the travel wasn't so great. I was working at a small paper. And this reminds me of a story. I went to Canada to do a story on Jeff Garcia, the quarterback of the... We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Baltimore... Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but... If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.